Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. I'm Dylan Tyre, and this is Believe in Ohio State. of Believe in Ohio State football. As always, great to have you right here with me. And we're going to talk some NFL draft this week surrounding the Ohio State Buckeyes, of course. Uh, There's a little bit of news going into the draft uh, around the Ohio State football program, which guys got combine invites, a little bit of information about the NFL combine. um, And then I'm going to share some of my thoughts on Ohio State's prospects going into this year's NFL draft, the 2021 NFL draft. It, it doesn't it just seem like we were talking about the 2020 NFL draft, the virtual draft experience put on by ESPN. I feel like that was just yesterday. You know, it's this this past year has been so slow in some regard, and it's also gone really, really quickly. But I just I just wanted to say that because I feel like the draft was just here, and we've already had a full college season and a full NFL season, and the draft is almost here again. So I mean, how time flies. But yes, that's what we're going to focus on this week. Uh, on Believe in Ohio State football, we're going to talk about the NFL draft because I've got some thoughts around Justin Fields, around the prospects uh, from Ohio State that are predicted to go in the first round. Um, I've got some predictions, I I guess I'll call them predictions, for where some of the other players draft eligible for Ohio State are going to go. So that's on the docket this week uh, on Believe in Ohio State Football. We've also got some news and notes surrounding the Ohio State football program on campus right here in Columbus, so we're going to start off with that. But before we begin anything, I've got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online because they are who make this podcast possible. And while football might be over, the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing right now. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is at betonline.ag. Now, I've had a lot of fun watching the National Hockey League this season. College basketball has been absolutely fantastic this season. I think college basketball has exceeded everybody's expectations this season. I mean, you look at the Big Ten 
alone. I mean, I'm going to talk about the Big Ten, and I watch Big Ten basketball because, yeah, I'm an Ohio State guy, so I'm watching what the Buckeyes do. But Big Ten basketball this season has been so fun. It's been so great. Uh, I'm not going to say there's been a lot of opportunity to make money this season because um, the Big Ten basketball slate has featured so much parity and everybody's beating everybody. But hey, you could be making money on a lot of underdogs this season. But I'm just speaking from a perspective of I've been having fun watching these games and having a little action on these games. But the National Hockey League, I'm going to give you a little tip here. The way that the season has been played this year, you know, it's it's two game series, essentially, you know, every week and every weekend for these teams. Uh, for example, here in Columbus, the Blue Jackets will play the Chicago Blackhawks two games to start the week, then they'll go to Dallas to take on the Stars for two games to end the week. And a trend that I've noticed a lot across the league this season is, you know, if a team wins one game in that series... Uh, I feel like more likely than not, they're losing the next game. It's just so hard to win two games in a series. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Maybe some opportunity for you to make a little bit of money there. Just a little tip in the National Hockey League, a trend that I've been noticing. Um, I'm not going to talk about the NBA because I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not an NBA guy whatsoever. I do not enjoy betting on co- or betting on professional basketball. Frankly, I don't even enjoy watching professional basketball. It's just not my style of game. But if you're going to get any money in on any of these sports, make sure to do it at BetOnline. BetOnline even covers awards and TV shows and reality TV. BetOnline also has hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost anything you can imagine. And of course, they've got their 24-hour online casino. If you're not into betting on TV or betting on sports, I mean, everybody loves a good casino. Their casino never closes, so have some fun. Make a little money there as well. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's a lot of money and that's betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So let's get things going talking about first news and notes around the program here in Columbus. Ohio State earlier this week announced that spring drills will begin March 19th. So that's a good sign. Everything is on track to start on time right now. No delays. The Buckeyes are getting set to begin spring football. And we talked about it a little bit last week. Everybody is eager to figure out and find out what's going to happen with the Ohio State quarterback position. It's a three-way battle right now between C.J. Stroud, Jack Miller, and true freshman Kyle McCord. So... That really gets uh, gets to get going on March 19th when spring football begins at Ohio State. And I know that's a date that everybody looks forward to, not just in the program, but uh, around the program as well. The fan base, everybody, everybody loves when spring football starts at Ohio State because that signals the beginning of a new football season. And when spring football starts, you know, you've got the summer after that, and then we're right into college football season. So it's not that far off, believe it or not. I know college football feels like it just ended, but really the next season isn't that far off now, especially with the weather getting a little bit better now in Columbus. It feels like spring is here, summer is going to begin soon, and then we are right into the thick of things when it comes to college football again. And let me tell you, I cannot wait for that. I know you can't wait for that because that's why you're here. You're here to talk college football with me and uh the closer we get to games the 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 more we get to talk about the the better the stuff we get to talk about so i cannot wait for that 
But on top of spring football starting for Ohio State on March 19th, they've announced that the spring game itself is scheduled to happen April 17th. So while I said everybody looks forward to the start of spring practice, this is the date that really everybody has their eyes on, the spring game for Ohio State, because as I mentioned last week, that's the first look we're really going to get live and in color, in person, of this quarterback battle. We're going to see who has the upper hand in the quarterback battle, depending on who starts the game with the first team offense. Will it be C.J. Stroud? Will it be Jack Miller? Will it be Kyle McCord? Who's to say, but we will get a much better idea of who's in control of that quarterback battle on April 17th, as again, the Ohio State spring game is scheduled for April 17th. We're going to get a look at not just the quarterbacks, but uh, some other position battles, whether it's on offense, defense. I know there's going to be a lot of turnover on defense this season with all the guys going to the NFL draft, which we're going to get to in just a moment. But I can't wait for that spring game. And you may be thinking, hey, are fans going to be allowed to go to the spring game? They're not sure about that yet. Usually there's a pretty good crowd at the spring game at Ohio State. Obviously this past season that didn't happen with uh, the whole COVID-19 situation. Nobody able to go. But um, this season, you know... Obviously, I don't have any information because Ohio State hasn't provided any information. They don't know if fans are going to be allowed. But you look at the way things have gone here in Ohio. Governor Mike DeWine has said for outdoor sporting events, we're going to allow 30% capacity this year. So, you know, you look at the baseball in Ohio, Major League Soccer here in Ohio, the Columbus Crew, the Cleveland Indians, the Cincinnati Reds, uh, the Columbus Clippers, the AAA team uh, here in Columbus as well. All those teams expecting to have 30% capacity um, at their games. And and the Columbus Blue Jackets now are set to have 25% capacity, it looks like, according to reports here going forward. And that's indoor events. So, you know, you think of those numbers. The the shoe is a 100,000-person stadium. Could you get 30,000 people in there for the spring game and safely have them socially distance? I think you probably could, especially given that uh, Ohio is now allowing 30% capacity at some of these outdoor events. So I like the chances that Ohio State has fans in the building for the spring game. Hey, maybe Ryan Day doesn't want to have fans. Maybe he wants to keep everything close to the vest. Uh, I highly doubt that. I think Ohio State's going to have people in there. So I feel comfortable going out on a limb and saying that Ohio State will have at least some fans at their spring game on April 17th. So good news, good news as it relates to Ohio State football on campus right now. But now let's shift over to draft talk, talk about some now former Ohio State Buckeyes. And before we do that, I've got to tell you about our friends over at eBay. So I just want to take a brief moment here to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. Because whether it's rare dead stock or the latest release, you can find the exact shoe you're looking for at eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair that you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, the logo, the stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers over $100, making it free to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com sneakers today. 
eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. All right, let's talk about the 2021 NFL Draft. First and foremost, officially, 14 Buckeyes have earned invites to the NFL Scouting Combine. That's a lot of guys. When I saw that, I was very, very surprised. That's a that's a lot of guys because, you know, if you're invited to the Combine, people see you as a guy who could potentially be drafted. And while you're thinking to yourself, yeah, Ohio State has a lot of talent on that roster. Uh, obviously, they're going to have guys that uh, that are going to get drafted. People are going to have interest in drafting the guys that you wouldn't even normally think would want to get drafted or, or be drafted, I should say. I mean, 14 to me, that's a lot, a lot of guys. So let's go over the list of guys who got the invite to the NFL Scouting Combine this year. Let's start in the linebacker room. Tough Borland, Baron Browning, Pete Werner, and Justin Hilliard all got all get invites to the NFL Scouting Combine. So I mean, that's every guy who started at linebacker for Ohio State this season. Impressive, but earned. All these guys, I think, will be NFL linebackers. Um, I'm not going to say they're all going to be starters or all immediately going to be starters, but I definitely think we're going to see each of those guys in the National Football League. I'll get to my thoughts on them in a little bit. Uh, cornerback Sean Wade, he obviously gets the invite. He was a guy that many thought was going to be a first-round pick. He struggled this season, so likely to be uh, more of a middle-round pick this year. Uh, on the defensive line, Jonathan Cooper and Tommy Togiai get the invites. Uh, special teamers Drew Chrisman and Blake Hobiel, so the punter and the kicker, get invites to the NFL scouting combine. And then on offense, offensive linemen Wyatt Davis and Josh Myers, tight end Luke Farrell, running back Trey Sermon, and of course the quarterback Justin Fields all get invites to the NFL scouting combine. Now, a note here, and I'm not sure if you know this, I didn't know this uh, necessarily until I read about it, the Combine isn't taking place in Indianapolis this season like it normally would. Instead, it's going to be virtual, they're going to do all the meetings, all the medical testing virtually, but select players are going to go to Indianapolis for medical evaluations before the draft. So, you know, I'd imagine that's the, the real high picks in this draft, they're going to be asked to go to Indianapolis, get in-person medical evaluations just to make sure everything is okay before they get drafted and before, obviously, uh, these teams make large, large investments in those players. But uh, Ohio State is going to have their pro day on March 30th, so that's a date that you can pencil down and look forward to because that's when we're going to see all of these guys in action, doing the normal combine stuff they normally would be doing, uh, Ohio State's pro day on March 30th. So that's going to be the big opportunity for some of these guys that are a little bit more unproven. You know, a guy like Tuff Borland or Pete Werner or Justin Hilliard, all these guys that need to run fast times and showcase their explosiveness, that'll be the date for them to do it. Now let's talk about the draft a little bit, because the draft begins April 29th, of course. That'll be when the first round takes place. The draft now is three days, um, round one on the 29th, and so on. We're going to have rounds two and three, and then after that, you know, the rest of the rest of the draft on day three. Um, I like the way the draft is is kind of formatted now. I like the first round being on day one. I kind of wish it was the first and the second round on day number one, because you know, the, the first round takes a long time, but uh, maybe they could start it a little bit earlier in the day, have the second round as well. But, you know, that's uh, that's up for the NFL to decide. I'm just telling you my preferences. But let me know what you think, because uh, I like the way it's formatted now, like I said, but 
maybe I would like to see rounds one and two put together on day number one. But this year, the NFL draft will begin on April 29th. Now let's talk about some of the guys for Ohio State and where they're slotted to go. Now, most mock drafts I'm seeing have only two Buckeyes going in the first round, and there's a lot of variance um, in regard to that because, you know, some mock drafts have only Justin Fields going in the first round, and some mock drafts have Justin Fields falling towards the end of the first round. But for the most part, I'm seeing Justin Fields somewhere around the top of the first round and then Wyatt Davis somewhere near the end of the first round. You know, I've even seen mock drafts that have Wyatt Davis going in the third round. So, I mean, there is a lot of variance, a lot of discrepancy between these draft experts, in air quotes, and where these guys are going. But I want to start off with Justin Fields because there are a couple of teams that I'd be interested uh, in Fields going to. I like Atlanta for Justin Fields, and I like Carolina for Justin Fields. For Atlanta, there's obviously the new coach there coming over from Tennessee. Um, I think he would make things as easy as possible for Justin Fields in year one. You know, they're going to have Matt Ryan there, assuming, um, you know, Matt Ryan were to go. You know, I don't want to say that because I don't think Matt Ryan is going elsewhere. I was going to say assuming Matt Ryan goes elsewhere, but, you know, I think Matt Ryan's going to be there. So, yeah, that is a good situation for Justin Fields, even more so than I thought. Um, you know, he would be backing up Matt Ryan, have some time to to gain some experience. I think that would be a great situation for him, to be completely honest. Now, with that being said, Matt Ryan and Justin Fields, I don't think are similar players whatsoever. Um, just the, the mobility that Fields has and the big arm and all that. And Matt Ryan doesn't have that sort of mobility. He has the arm, but he's underperformed the past couple of seasons. Um, I think having Fields there could put some pressure on Matt Ryan. But what I was going to get at is that their their coach coming over from Tennessee, he had a quarterback in Ryan Tannehill that, you know, he's improved his game a lot the past couple of seasons, but I still don't think he's a a world beater. I think Ryan Tannehill was in a good scheme. I think the coaches worked around his skills, and I think because of that and the play action they worked with, the running game they worked with there, I think that would put Justin Fields in a really nice situation uh, in a similar offense in Atlanta. He wouldn't have a lot of pressure on him early in his career. He would find a way or he would have the ability to kind of ease him himself in, assuming they had a good running back there to pair with him, um, some some other good weapons. But I I just, something about Justin Fields in Atlanta, I like. It's obviously his hometown. He's from Georgia. So I feel like that would be an excellent fit there. Uh, I just feel like there wouldn't be too much pressure on him to be really, really good early there. I think he would have the ability to ease himself into that job, which I think would be really, really good. Um, Carolina is the other team that I talked about there. I think Carolina would be good because you've got Joe Brady there. You've got Matt Rule there. Guys coming over from college, guys that understand the college game, the modern-day college athlete. Um, You know, they run that style of offense a little bit more so than other teams. Obviously, Joe Brady is really, really creative when it comes to designing plays and calling plays. So I think that would be really, really good for Justin Fields just to get in there kind of in a college situation. I think that would be healthy for Justin Fields. So those are the two teams that I'm really interested uh, in seeing if, if they're able to draft Justin Fields because we've talked a lot about you know, trading draft picks. We've heard a lot about that, guys, or teams trading in and out of the top five picks. I'm still going to go with Justin Fields being, you know, definitely a top 10 pick. I still think he'll be a top five pick. 
Uh, I don't buy into this hype about Justin Fields falling out of the top five, the top ten. You know, I just, I don't know where that comes from. He had a couple of bad games this season, but in his biggest game of the year against Clemson, he had the performance of a lifetime. One of the greatest performances in college football playoff history and bowl game history, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, was he a little bit lackluster against Alabama? Sure, he was hurt in that game, but Ohio State as a team was just overmatched in that game. That's fair to say. So, I don't know. Justin Fields going into the season was projected to be, you know, he he was the second-best quarterback going into the season. But this is what happens every year. You know, you've got the sexy names that come up, the Zach Wilsons, the Trey Lances, the Mac Jones, all these guys that are working their way higher and higher in the draft. But I'm going to go back to where we started this season. The talent is clearly there for Justin Fields. He's going to need to iron out some things in the NFL. I don't doubt that whatsoever. But like I said, the talent's there, and I draft based off of talent. I, I draft based off of what guys have done. Zach Wilson hasn't played Power 5 competition. In fact, if you look at his numbers against the best teams that he's played in his career, he hasn't been good whatsoever. Now, do I like Zach Wilson? Yeah, I, I, I like his game. I've watched him play a lot. I think he's a good quarterback. But Justin Fields, he's gone up against some of the best teams and the best defenses in the nation, and, and he's proven himself. So do I want Justin Fields, who's played good competition, or do I want Zach Wilson, who's kind of unproven against that big-time uh, that big time talent and big-time competition? I'm going with the guy that's been there before, so I like Justin Fields. I'm not buying into any of this hype that Justin Fields is going to fall in the NFL draft. I expect him to be a high draft pick, and like I said, I'd like to see him end up in either Atlanta or Carolina with the Panthers. So that's as far as I'm going to go on Justin Fields right now. So let's talk about some of the other guys that are draft eligible here for Ohio State. Because like I said, you know, Fields and Wyatt Davis are the guys that are expected to go somewhere in the first round. I could see Wyatt Davis falling into the second. I still think he's going to go in the first. You know, one of those teams towards the end. A a, a team like Kansas City. I saw Wyatt Davis mocked to Kansas City um, earlier today. I like that for him because that's an offensive line that clearly struggled in the playoffs, especially in the Super Bowl. Wyatt Davis is a guy that he's he's tried and true on that offensive line. He's not going to give you anything flashy. He's good at everything. That's the thing that you hear about Wyatt Davis. He doesn't necessarily excel anywhere. He's just good at everything. And I think that's part of the reason some people have him falling out of the first round. He doesn't have that true elite trait, but he's good at everything. So I think that gets overlooked when it comes to all these mock drafts and everything. I think real talent evaluators, that's general managers, that's scouts for these teams, they value a guy that's plug and play. He can be drafted. He's going to be good right when you put him in immediately. As a rookie, he's going to get it done. He's a guy that's good at everything. I think that's valued more than people think. You know, all these guys that are mock drafting, the draft experts, again, in air quotes, they have the sexy names, the guys that are huge, the guys that are fast, the guys that had the big pancake block in the big game of the season. You know, that's good. That's good and everything, and those guys still will likely go early, but Wyatt Davis is a guy that's been there before. He's never really struggled. He's always been a stalwart on that offensive line for Ohio State, so I just don't see how this guy can't go in the first round. Somebody like that I would want on my team 10 times out of 10, 11 times out of 10, and if he falls to the second round or even the third round like I saw earlier today, one of those teams is getting an absolute steal, but I like Wyatt Davis to go in the first round. 
and you may be thinking to yourself, and I thought this to myself when I'm looking at some of these mock drafts, you know, Ohio State doesn't have their usual three, four, five guys going in the first round this year. Yeah, it's a little bit different of a draft. Ohio State doesn't necessarily have those offensive weapons um, going into this draft. They don't have the stud defensive linemen or the cornerback going into this draft. So while Ohio State is going to have at least one or two guys go in the first round, I'd expect most of their draft-eligible players to go between rounds two and four, um, particularly in the rounds two to three range. You think about guys like Josh Myers or Trey Sermon. Um, Baron Browning, Tommy Togiai, Sean Wade, even Pete Werner. I think all of those players could go somewhere between two and four. You know, definitely a guy like Josh Myers or Baron Browning or Togiai, even Sean Wade, I could see them definitely going between round two and three. So I'd expect the bulk of the draft eligible guys to go in that range for Ohio State. Um, then you think about guys like um, Justin Hilliard or Jonathan Cooper. They've got the talent. I mean, Justin Hilliard, when he came to Ohio State, he was the number one overall linebacker recruit in the nation. He was a five-star. Same thing with Jonathan Cooper, five-star defensive end. He was a top three defensive end in the country when he came to Ohio State. They dealt with injury. They couldn't really get into the starting lineup when they wanted to at Ohio State, but both of them had really nice senior seasons this year. So I'm not quite sure where they could go. I would expect rounds four to five for guys like that. But somebody could surprise you and go round two or three with those type of guys. I, I don't think that's crazy to say because obviously the talent is there for both of them. It's just whether or not you're comfortable with the track record. So the pro day in the combine experience, I think, is going to be really, really important for players like that. Justin Hilliard, Jonathan Cooper, even a guy like Sean Wade. You know, Sean Wade, he didn't have a good season this year. He'll have to show well in this combine experience. Um... A guy that I haven't talked about is Tough Borland. I could see somebody taking a flyer in the late rounds on Tough Borland. If it's me, I think he goes undrafted. He signs somewhere as an undrafted free agent, and he makes the team. I just see that out of Tough Borland. He's that type of player. He could be a backup, a special teamer. I see that for Tough Borland going forward. But, hey, somebody could surprise me. Um, take, a, take a pick uh, or take Tough Borland, you know, between the fifth and seventh rounds. Um, and who knows what happens? He's a guy that could surprise a lot of people. I wouldn't write Tough Borland off whatsoever. I know a lot of people uh, became frustrated with Tough Borland throughout his Ohio State career because of his lack of athleticism, his lack of speed. But he he was a three-year captain for Ohio State. You know, that can't be discounted. One of the only guys to do that ever. He was a three-year captain at Ohio State. Um, he's a smart player. He's been in the middle of that Ohio State defense for a long time. So it would not surprise me whatsoever to see somebody take a flyer on Tough Borland in the NFL draft. But, you know, that's what I expect. I'm going to leave it at that this week. We've got plenty of time to dissect the NFL draft even further um, leading up to April 29th. Again, that's when round one takes place. But for now, you know, I just want to end on these points. I'm not buying the hype. I'm not buying into Justin Fields falling. I think he's going to be a top five pick, and I think he deserves to be. He has that sort of talent. Wyatt Davis, I don't necessarily buy into him falling either. I think he's going to be a late first-round pick. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Josh Myers go in the first round as well. You know, if somebody likes Josh Myers and what he's done, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go there. But like I said, I expect most of the draft-eligible Buckeyes to be going between round two and four. I think that's where they slot best. I think, you know, a lot of these guys will be good pros and surprise people. 
but it's just a matter of this Ohio State team was a little bit different than we've seen in past years. They didn't necessarily have that flashy talent on offense and defense. They just had good quality guys on both sides of the ball, whether it was Wyatt Davis or Josh Myers or Trey Sermon coming on strong in the backfield or on defense, Pete Werner, Baron Browning, Tommy Togiai. Those type of players, it's not necessarily that they're flashy, they're just good quality players, and I expect them to be that in the National Football League as well. So that's going to do it this week on Believe in Ohio State. As always, a great big thank you to our sponsors, eBay and Bet Online. Make sure to check both of those out. You know, if you're looking to buy some sneakers, head to eBay, check out what they've got right now. And if you're looking to have some fun, make a little money, wager on some sports, wager on TV, reality TV, whatever, um, check out a 24-hour online casino. Make sure to do that at betonline.ag. So again, a big thank you to our sponsors. And as always, a big thank you to you, the listener. I could not do this without you. So I appreciate it. And I will talk to you this time next week. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.